Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When I was an artist, I would always doubt myself and I would always think, I'm a phony, why am I doing this? why couldn't I just have chosen like a different path, but I love this so much. (laughs) So what are the common themes that you come across that limit people? I think it's self-sabotage, as you said, you know, imposter syndrome. And I also think it's, so internet is fantastic. Do not get me wrong. But I feel like because there's so much out there, everyone gets so distracted on other people's journeys, compare where they're at to where they're at and they think, well, maybe I should be that. I should be, right now, I should have that. Whereas they don't see all the work that goes behind the scenes. This is episode 126. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible, an unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. Here's subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Hello and welcome back to the show. (laughs) I have one of my childhood mentors here today (laughs) and her name is Stacey Jane. (laughs) Don't feel old, Stacey. I went and saw Stacey when I was in the entertainment industry and I needed a vocal coach and I had actually had a few in my life, uh, but then I saw Stacy, and you know what? I can't even remember how I found you, but back in those days, it wouldn't have been Facebook and it wouldn't have been Instagram. I have no idea how I found you, but I was so glad I did. Yeah, it was like a whole different era back then. And 
she is just a wealth of knowledge when it comes to all things performing and creativity and believing in yourself. And she really, really was a stepping stone in my journey when I got to work for about a decade. I was in the music industry before I sort of changed my life path to more of a health and wellness avenue. And so Stacy, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it's so excited to have you here. Before we dive <laughs> into the show, can you just share a brief history about you, how you got here, what have you done? Because you're just remarkable. Oh my goodness, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> singing from a really, really young age Mm -hmm. and then kind of grew up around music. And then I got to a point where I think I was about 14, 15 and I was at a performing arts school and I was helping lots and lots of people. And I I think it was just like a natural thing to help people. And so, yeah, I remember just people like, oh, how do you hear that? Or, Or what do you do? And how do you do this when you sing that note? And I just remember going, oh, do this or do that. And then I was like, oh, I love helping people. And then my teacher at the time said, oh, do you want to teach some of the babies? I was like, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I do. And they're about three or four or five. And then eventually I just started teaching some of the juniors in the performing arts studio. And then I fell in love with the process, still singing and songwriting and performing. And, and just, I think it's about the helping of the people and, and understanding because you've been there. and then. Yeah, got two recording contracts. That was an experience. Wow. <laughs> and performing and performing and then furthered my education in voice coaching because I just thought, you know what, I need to equip myself. I need to understand. And so here I am now teaching oh, 25 years later. Isn't it? <laughs> 39. Crazy. <laughs> yeah time and how it just passes and it feels like no time has passed yeah I yeah I still think it's the 90s (laughs) so you mentioned how you got two recording contracts was it I did yep one when I was 12 that was amazing and then one when I was 16 and yeah different era back then so it was you know you had to work from the ground up there was no Instagram, there was no TikTok, mm. there was no internet. Oh, there was, but it wasn't really what it is now. So it was about, you know, working everything from the ground up, having your songs, writing, being in the studio 12, 14-hour days, plus doing a HSC. would <laughs> not going to recommend um, wow. at a performing arts college. And, yeah, inexperienced. That's so remarkable. You were so young and it was back in the days, we can say that now, it's absolutely mind-blowing to see how much more accessible being a performing artist is now with social media, TikTok and YouTube and how much more you can help yourself. Spotify, we didn't even have Spotify. We did not. <laughs> so we had CDs and cassettes. Yeah, so this and is the radio. Exactly. I remember taping songs off the radio. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, it's good news for creative artists having all of this accessibility. Amazing news for them. Yeah. So Stacey, let's dive into the mindset of creative artists, performing artists, because I'm sure you've taught 
many, many, many students and there must be some common themes that you come across. Uh, we've worked together before with mindset staff and students. Yeah. So what are the common themes that you come across that you feel may limit some of your students? I know before you answer that question that when I was an artist, I would always doubt myself and I would always think I'm a phony. Why am I doing this? Why couldn't I just have chosen like a different path? But I love this so much. <laughs> so what are the common themes <laughs> that you come across that limit people? I think it's self-sabotage. As you said, you know, imposter syndrome. Mm. And I also think it's, so internet is fantastic. Do not get me wrong. But I feel like because there's so much out there, everyone gets so distracted on other people's journeys compare where they're at to where they're at and they think well maybe I should be that I should be right now I should have that whereas they don't see all the work that goes behind the scenes to where that person is or I don't think a lot of people these days put a lot of their failures on Instagram or TikTok or or where they are you know 14 15 hour days or it took three months to record this single or write or I've been singing for 15 years and and then they, they do, they come to like, oh, but that person just got a recording contract. You're like, but what's their story? Like, how did they get there? Or like, oh, how come I don't sound like that? Or yeah, so I think it's just that self-doubt and comparison. I think that's the bigger killer for creatives and singers because they compare themselves so much to other people. Yes. Versus be true to yourself, develop you and, and that's who you are and, and try and be, be you and be true to yourself and try not to, you know, compare. It's so hard. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, and a lot of self-love and knowing who you are and understanding who you are in your journey and then share that with people. Yeah. And rejection. I think people are worried about rejection. Don't worry about that. They're not your people. Exactly. So yeah, feeling included, being good enough. And it's so easy now in the world of social media to just get caught up, as you said, in someone else's journey and then forgetting that you are in your own lane. You have your own lane and just put those blinders on like a horse does and just keep going forward without having to try to be like someone else because no one is you. 100%. And once, you know, people realize that, wow, there's only one Stacey Jane and that is me. No one else can do it like me, even if I sound different, even if I look different, even if whatever it is and just accepting that, as you said, wholeheartedly, People can just soar and I I witness it time and time again in my coaching programs and it's so beautiful to see. I hate that we have this society of comparison. Uh, My friend, she wrote a book, it's called Comparisonitis and it really is like an epidemic comparisonitis where we're comparing to the next person and not just performing artists but people in general. Yeah. Yeah, such a big topic. So self-sabotage, and it's just like, how does this all begin and why did it all begin? And this is what I love diving. Where did it come from? Exactly. I love diving. It's heartbreaking to see when some people do that and they're crying and and you're just trying to get through to them and it's okay. Like you're you're you and be you, embrace you. And they're like, well, why can't I? Yeah, it is. Sometimes it's heartbreaking. Sometimes when they do get through that other side, you're like, 
celebrating. Because <laughs> only you can really see and help yourself. You can try and help as many people as you can, but until they see that and and accept it, you know, I think that's, you know, that's where you come in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like how long do you want to suffer for? How long do you want to yeah. make yourself keep suffering for? And what is this payoff of your self-sabotage? What's the ultimate payoff? How long do you want to live like this? And I ask these deep questions and I do brilliant exercises like, okay, think about yourself, you know, when you're 90 years old and look back to this age now. What would you say to yourself? Yeah, you know, that's fantastic. Do you want to get to yeah. 90 and have all these regrets? Oh, my gosh, when I was 14 I just thought I wasn't good enough and I compared myself to Kylie or whoever it is and then yeah. you get to old age and you're like, that stuff wasn't even important and I wasted so much time thinking about this stuff when I could have saved time, written my own music, recorded my own music, put it out there and just see what happens. Yeah, exactly, and just share what you have with everybody. Yeah, I think the other thing, Stace, is for what purpose do you want to be an artist? You know, so if it's what are you trying to do? Are you trying to send out a message? Do you want to reach certain people? Do you just want to be famous? Because yeah. the finding that reason why you're on this journey, I think is key to one longevity and two getting out of your head. Oh, totally. It's yeah, it's, it's for them to discover. And that's why I call it a vocal journey or a creative journey, because it's just sometimes people have to go through this to have that realization and then you're like okay you're ready and there's the fire let's go (laughs) (laughs) it's burning let's go like a flower that's about to bloom yeah totally yeah stacy it's time for your first curveball are you ready to play all right yes i am stacy what's something oh this is a good one for you because i know some but the listeners don't what's something that most people don't know about you oh um, I don't know. Um, I do. What? <laughs> you had a really cool job. Oh, tell me. You had a really cool job once. When you were young, you worked as a performing artist. Oh, yeah, I've, I've worked. Oh, um, I used to in pantomimes as well, and I played Willy Wonka once, and that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> How come? I, I could not off well obviously I don't have a male voice and I remember children (laughs) going out to the audience saying I have a secret what is it and one little boy said you're a girl you're not Willy Wonka and (laughs) come back to you later and then off my way (laughs) do you know I had to play Peter Pan once in new form yeah Wow. I played Peter Pan. That's so funny. But Stacey's had like this really cool career, guys, and she's done like some really amazing things. And I think you can forget that. Yes. I think because you're so involved in your students and their journey that, yeah, you know, it's not really about you. It's it's trying to bring out the best in them. And, yeah, I don't – I do chat to people, but, yeah, I don't tell them everything. But, yeah, I think that's also part of my teaching is what – I've been through and that's what I passed down to people, you know. I've been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Let me pass it on to you or give me a, give you a piece of advice that I've gone through in that part and or how it feels to be, you know, feeling, you know, 
self-sabotage or those thoughts that come in. You're like, mm-mm, those out. I remember being in theatre shows and being backstage in the wings, curtains about to open, and I would think, why am I doing this? I could have just done an admin job. I've got, you know, the curtain's about to open. I don't even know what my first line is right now. My heart's pumping. Oh, gosh. All right, Helen, are you ready to go? Yep. I'm just going to remember the line when I get on stage and the curtains open and you just hope for the best that all of your preparation is just going to be there on the spot. But (laughs) that happens so many times. It could be just the nerves, I think, as well, that self-doubt. Yep. And you're like, oh, hang on a minute. Do I even know the line? Do I even know the first sentence? Do I know what song I'm singing? Yeah. (laughs) Have you had any funny (laughs) moments on stage that you can remember? Yes. I was doing a show and it was part of a medley and the director had cut. So I used to have lots of dancers behind me for some shows. Other shows I used to have just by myself. But the director, the music director, had put a really long medley in when the shooter should have just put like one of my solos in and this is a really <gasps> good learning curve for me and everybody else um it was from a distance but midbar and I only literally learned probably like 20 30 seconds of the song but I'll never have to learn the whole thing I know because I had so much going on learning curve for me but she'd accidentally instead of putting the medley in she put the long five six minute version in so I've walked off the stage, didn't have the dancers on. And as I'm walking off, they're saying, what are you doing? Get back on stage. Your music keeps playing. I was like, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. They're like, I don't care. Get on. So I had to stand on stage and sing a song and make up the words and repeat it. And I remember getting off stage and feeling terrible. And they're like, no, it was great. Fantastic. And that night my nana was in the audience and she's a huge Bette Midler fan. <laughs> I remember going up to her afterwards because you've butchered that. Because <laughs> I knew those words. They were incorrect. <laughs> Nana, come on, let's go. Don't tell anyone. Oh, yeah, so I'll never forget that night. So funny. The number one fan was in the audience, my Nana, and I, I butchered the song. <laughs> and I thought, next time I will learn the entire song. It was only about 19. <laughs> That's hilarious. I remember I was on stage once and we had those headsets. Oh, uh, it was I a musical. Yeah, right. And yep. so me and my partner, we were doing our piece and we had an embrace or a kiss. I can't even remember. My hair was big and wavy. And so my hair got stuck on his microphone. And oh, so no. we tried to pull apart right, to end the scene and we couldn't pull apart. And so it looked like we were in this forever kiss and all I felt was his shoulders shrugging up and down and I thought, oh, he's laughing. And then I was like, pulled the microphone away from my mouth and I said, I'm stuck. And then all I felt was his shoulders shrugging up and down laughing and we had to shuffle off stage together. (laughs) And then, gosh, that was so funny. That's what I love about oh live stuff. Yes. And you learn from that, you know, and half the time the audience don't even know, except for my nana. 
All right, Stacey, let's talk about self-sabotage. Yeah. How does self-sabotage show up? We spoke about it briefly, but how does it show up for your students? Like what do you witness? And can you share any specific examples, especially, you know, for those people that are listening here today so that they can think, Mm -hmm. oh, actually, you know what? I think I do that too. Because sometimes people aren't aware of the self-sabotage habit. Yeah. I've, there's so many examples. So I think it can be a family member when they're younger and then telling them, oh, you can't sing or oh, what are you worrying about that for? And then that does evolve and grow. And, you know, I think you're so impressionable growing up even now, but I think more so when you're younger because you look to your family and your friends for guidance. And I do, I do have a lot of people that have that with family and then I have others that have been exposed in the industry for auditions and, you know, directors saying they're terrible or, or um, you know, you didn't get the audition. And then them taking that personally and thinking, well, there must be something wrong with me that I never got the lead or I never got that part or – and then it does. And I think it just grows from there and it's – Okay, then they do it again. They get knocked down, or they, and then it does, and then then they think, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe is that why I'm not getting that? Or, and that's the entertainment industry. I think you have to turn around and say, no, hang on a minute. It's not about their opinions. It's about me and loving myself and growing and 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 just sharing what I have. And you're entitled to your opinion, but if you know, I'm not for everyone, and that's okay. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that. Like the the world is a huge place. There's a, there's a place for everyone in this world and just go out there and create it and be who you are and share your voice. And as, you know, we were talking before, do you have a story to tell or do you want to just be out there because you're why? Like why do you do it? What inspires you? Who inspires you? And, and yeah, just and have fun. Yeah. Don't take it so seriously. And sometimes the people that you are surrounded by growing up who hold you down a little bit, the reason they tell you things could be because of their own fears of possibly you getting hurt maybe in an industry or their own fears around maybe something that they never accomplished. And I remember growing up, you know, my dad, I used to sing all the time in my room and my dad would say, your voice isn't good something's missing in your voice, which really set me on a detrimental path of not feeling good enough for so long. But luckily, the good thing about my dad is he also taught me about a growth mindset. And so I understood that, okay, well, I can just go and do singing lessons and work my little ass off and learn how to do the things that I'm not good at doing or the the vocal things that I'm not good at doing. But Yes, that mindset stuff takes work to get through. And so if you don't feel supported and you don't know how to get through that, then definitely invest in help because I, at that age, I didn't have that mindset help. I only had my little self and I was like, I'm going to go get a job and I'm going to pay for my own singing lessons and I'm going to do this myself. But had I had someone to help with my mindset stuff and understanding that, You know, my dad's beliefs are his and I don't need to subscribe to them. If someone just told me that, it would have had such a different impact in my life. Yeah, it would have. And and they do. They do add love, I hope, a lot of them. But, you know, 
I think also because you, as we we're talking about before, is like you were trying to find this place in this world, or where do I fit in? And will they like me? And they're so worried about. Oh, I was doing this, and my voice broke, and then Mum was laughing. I was like, No, 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 it's fine. Like Mum thinks it's she's not laughing at you. She's just thinks that's funny. And then sometimes that does take a toll. They're like, Oh, well, I'm not going to sing high anymore. My voice breaks if my Mum laughs. And you're like, No, 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 it's okay. And sometimes it's educating also the people around them saying, you know, is it cool if you just kind of like, <laughs> it sounds terrible, don't react <laughs> if something happens um, because it's affecting them. Yeah. Sometimes, yes, parents, they don't know how to support well, no. uh, which is yeah. no fault of their own. We don't get no, a no. handbook. No, we do not. <laughs> how to raise kids. I have a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> but it is well, always great to collaborate with other people. And, you know, when yes. I do coaching programs with kids, I love meeting the parents so that we can all work together um, just yeah. to create better, yeah. healthy habits. It is. It's a, it's a team effort. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Stacey, it's time for your next curveball. Are you ready to play? Hi, oh, I am. Stacey, what's your favorite form of self-care? Oh, I love meditating. How often do you meditate? Every day, sometimes twice a day. Are you a morning person or a night? Oh, I'm a morning person. I'm up very early. Me too. What time do you wake up? Sometimes 4.30 and sometimes about quarter past five. That's why I love you. It's just our souls do the same thing. I love that. Yes. Sun comes up and it's a fresh day and yeah, oh, it's it's beautiful. And you have a three-year-old. So how beautiful is that quiet time? It's fantastic until she finds out that <laughs> I'm downstairs. <laughs> Mum's awake. Yeah. Mum's awake. Oh, yes, let's get up. I'm like, it's very early. Go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> was- time. <laughs> what time does she usually get up? Sometimes six, sometimes sevens. Yeah. She rolls out of bed when she rolls out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> but she's a morning person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's better. I love the morning yeah. too. I love the stillness of the mornings. I love the how just that silence of the morning. It's just my favorite time of the day. I'll yeah. always try to get to the beach if I get up real early oh, so yes. I can watch the sun crack because I don't have kids yet so I can still do this. <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to the birds wake up Yeah, when you hear them and then they start to chirp and then talk to each other and then off they go. When I was in primary school, kindergarten year one, I remember going to the office one day and there was this old lady at the front and we were talking about waking up and I said to her, what time do you wake up? And she said, oh, very early. I was like, what time is early? And she's like, when the birds get up. And as a kid I was like, 
what time do the birds get up? And, yeah, I always remember that beautiful old lady in my primary school because I do that now too. Well, that's me now. (laughs) (laughs) I love sleeping early, waking up early and just feeling refreshed. Yeah, energized. Um, So, Stace, we spoke about self-sabotage and Mm. possibly some of the reasons that it happens could be because of people that they're surrounded by influencing them accidentally in a negative way do you have any other reasons in your experience why self-sabotage might happen confidence issues also the social media aspect so it's not necessarily people surrounding them it could be that virtual world that people do pull themselves into unintentionally and that's their new world and then waiting on people commenting on their stories or their songs or someone puts something up on their YouTube channel and again it's a whole other Pandora's box in there isn't there (laughs) I think it's huge for performing artists the social media aspect YouTube Spotify TikTok TikTok yes TikTok Snapchat Instagram Facebook there's just so many things and yep You're just so so vulnerable. You know, even superstars, they get beat down by comments of people. and It's terrible. It's so terrible to become attached to someone's words when that's someone on the other side of the screen, like you don't know anything about that person. You have no idea who that person is, what they've achieved. Are they a person that you aspire to be like? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, who yeah. is this person that is taking your power and taking your yes. confidence? Like what if that person isn't the person that you want to role model and you're yes. letting their words affect you? Yes, definitely. And I like that you say, you know, take their power because then you're giving them everything that they want. That's the, they've done it. Okay, great. Perfect. I'll write that and then, okay, well, you don't post anything for six months because you're so worried what someone else is going to say now. Mm, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty That's sure fair. nowadays you can just delete comments that you don't like. So take yes. your power back. Oh, delete. <laughs> See delete you later. Yeah. I don't need that <laughs> type of energy in my posts yeah. or in my feed. <laughs> Go away now. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have, you know, friends that are, constantly uh getting off social media getting back on and getting Mm. back off and I'm just like why is this are you so inconsistent I'm sick of seeing this and I'm sick of seeing that and I'm like why don't you just follow amazing people why don't you just look at amazing happy beautiful content that's inspiring yes social media can be so beautiful amazing uplifting and that's yeah. the only reason I use it for. If I feel like I get sucked into a negative vortex, I just like throw yeah. the phone away and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa this is not the yeah. energy that I want in my life. No. Yeah. Yeah, not going down that lane. Take your power back, guys. You can take your power back and use social media for amazing things and certainly not attach to other people's words because you have no idea if they're the role model that you aspire to be like. Most of the time they're not. <laughs> Most of the time they're not. Yes, exactly. We talked about authenticity. So you talk about a lot about being true to yourself and you are a vocal teacher that loves bringing that out in people. 
I do. How does one be authentic? I remember when I was a teenager, I remember Pink, remember Pink at the artist. She was on radio and she said, the more I became myself, the more famous I was becoming. So I was like, oh, what? The more myself I became. And then I was like, what does that mean? So how does one be authentic? And what does that even look like? I think it comes in all shapes and forms. It's you're forever growing and changing and developing and life is a journey and trying to find, you know, the good as we're talking about in social media, trying to find love, trying to find positivity, surrounding yourself with so much that you stop trying to please people. You stop trying to worry what someone wants you to sound like. Like, I don't know, Auntie Bessie wants you to... (laughs) sound like her favorite artist and you're like well thanks Annie Bessie but I sound like me like I will sing their cover and I'll, I'll make this on my own and and then Annie Bessie turns around and says oh that's lovely <laughs> exactly but you know it's yeah it's just writing if you want to write and releasing music if you want to release some music and just I think taking off that expectation and weight off your shoulders thinking that what if they don't love me what if I hate a bad note? You know, all that and just think, okay, you know what? If I hate a bad note, that's fine. Who cares? Or if no one likes it, that's okay. It's out there or I'm, I'm up performing and I'm singing my heart out and I love this. I think that's part of becoming authentic and you and stop worrying about what anyone else says and just get out there and have fun. Or just just if you just want to sing in your room, sing in your room, what, whatever makes you happy. That's beautiful. Take the pressure off. Yeah. Take off that heavy backpack of other people's expectations and just do you and see what happens. Heavy weighted cloak, get off. Yes, exactly. And you'll feel so much more free. Stacey, it's time for your next curveball. Are you ready to play? I am. How do you shift from a negative to a positive mindset? What are some things that you do? Um, How could I explain that? I think because you're so in your own mind that I know I don't watch the news. It sounds terrible. So <laughs> it's so depressing. It's so depressing. And especially when all that COVID stuff went on, I just, I try to not surround myself with things that bring me down, you know, <laughs> call them the, the, you know, the vampire energy suckers that just people that aren't good for you. Just, yeah, just try and surround yourself with good people. And if something does bring you down, you know, water off a duck's back and just move on that's their issue or yeah and just my husband calls it llama land but I, <laughs> <laughs> I deal with real problems but I, I choose not to deal with the world's whole you know depressing stuff I don't think we need to watch the news I think it is very depressing I don't watch the news either you hear everything there yeah you hear everything that you need to hear consume my life exactly yeah And I've witnessed, you know, my dad, for example, he listens to the news all day, like on radio and then on TV and then all night on radio. And I've noticed over the years how negative his mindset has become as just an influence from what the media says, which is so sad. So, yes, I love that. Do more of the things that light you up. Exactly. Stacey, before we wrap it up today, thank you so much for your time. But is there anything else that you would love to share or anything that we didn't cover that you'd like to cover or anything, any wise words of wisdom? Yeah, just be true to yourself. 
learn to find the good in what you're doing and it's a journey. I'm not going to say everything's going to be daisies and (laughs) happy days and bunnies and fluffy teddies, but know that it doesn't have to all be negative and yeah, just don't worry what people say. Just get out there, have fun and share what you have with the universe and, and make some magic happen. Love that. Yes. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. Document the process. Write about the process. Sing about the process. Yes. And it's not about the end. It's about, yeah, just going through it. You know, point A to point B. Yes. Just have fun. That's the juice. That is. That's where you get in there and you work through it and, yeah, find who you are. Find your voice. Thank you so much, Stacey. I really appreciate your time today. I will put all of your links in the show notes. So if anyone wants to go ahead and contact Stacey, connect with Stacey, they're all there in the show notes for you. I hope you love today's episode. It's just reminded me of how important it is to, you know, be in the right mindset and love yourself and just stop worrying about pleasing other people or trying to meet someone else's expectations and just do you yeah for sure thank you so much for having me thanks Stace thank you times infinity for spending time with me it really means a lot putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals your dreams and I love being on the journey with you so make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health which is h-o-l underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify so that I can keep bringing amazing value to you I'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy. Bye for now. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.